Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Be a part of the best pro wrestling podcast today by supporting the Going In Raw Patreon. You can enjoy access to the live taping of the show, exclusive merchandise, and patron-only episodes, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today. Click the link in the description. This is the glorious one, Bobby Roode, and you're watching Going In Raw. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you'll be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson. And available wherever fine podcasts are, be sure to hit that subscribe button. We'll notify bell next to it. And if you're listening to this on a podcast, be sure to leave us a rating or a review. It always helps boost the profile of Going In Raw. We're also available on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Steven Larson. We have 60 people watching right now. I'm probably going to go through and block every single one of them after the conversation we had on the pre-show because none of them support me. None of them support me. Maybe you should support them. Maybe they need to be more, you know, nicer to me. <laughs> you can't take a little good-natured ribbing I from a friend, though, and I walk don't have to Twitter. take anything from anybody. Oh, my goodness. The way you dish it out. I can be as thin-skinned as the next guy. No. Anyways, you see the back of Trump's head the other day? It's weird. What I tell you looked like Anna, back of Anakin Skywalker's head. Oh, it's all that stuff. Or Darth Vader's head in yeah. uh, Return of the Jedi. All right, we got to stop talking about that. People, oh, you bring your politics in this. Um, that's not politics. Just the back of somebody's head looks weird. I think part of it, too, I don't know, just like the whole video looked like it was kind of had a blue hue to it. <laughs> right. I don't know. Exactly. Anyways, um, we're, <laughs> so we're on Patreon. We got this great Friendo Care package. Oh, I got some of these chat trivia envelopes I got oh, to cool. figure out. What we're trying to do really is, is is kill time, so we have to talk about SmackDown. Yeah, let's do the uh, yeah as little talking about SmackDown as possible. Look at that comic book here. I'm gonna open up. <laughs> I'm gonna open up a page here. Chat's on. Chat's going crazy right now. It's great. <laughs> Got Dommy Ray here offering you specifically you workouts. <laughs> oh, it's great. Dommy Ray shows up to chat high as shit. All right, trying to get us demonetized via drug use. Um, look at this this one right here. This is a great picture right here. I drew this. Look at that. We encounter a frog in a diaper. Not a frog, a giant frog. A giant frog, and uh, we we have uh, jetpacks on. So check that out. Twenty dollars tier. Sure, you can only find the pages of a comic book. Twenty dollars tier. One one twenty dollar uh, pledge, and you get the friendo care package. It's great. It's got a bunch of other stuff, stickers and whatnot. Anyways, <clears throat> here Liam Wagner. Who was unfairly blocked by Steve has a good point. He says, mm-hmm. We give you money on a monthly basis. How can you be so rude, Steve? 
You know what, man? Question directed towards I, you. I, I, my dignity has no price. All right? You're going to treat me with dignity? What dignity? <laughs> my self-respect. What self-respect? Cannot be purchased. All right? I am not... I don't know. I was going with that. I love them all. I really do love all our patrons. We have free-flowing conversations. Look at that. The worse I am, the better people like me a little bit over no, here. No, I don't think that's true. I think that is true. <laughs> Anyways. Oh, no. Look at Karen. She says her allegiance is tilting the team Larson. You know what? That's fine. If you want to get on the hop on the Titanic, you can go ahead and do that. No way, man. Weird orange hoodie and all. Great orange hoodie. Anyways. Rocking the Balor Club shirt today, Steve. Mm. <laughs> Nick G in chat says, block me. You can't block me. <laughs> all right. You win. You're on Team Steve. You're not. I'm going to follow. Nick G, send me your stupid Twitter thing, and I'll, and I'll follow you on Twitter. Um, yeah, Daniel Morris, send us your uh, DM me your address on uh, Patreon or, or Twitter. MF Steve here. Anyways, let's get right into this. We're going to talk about SmackDown. I suppose we should do that. Uh, do we do all the plugs? We can do plugs for Pro Wrestling Tees. ProWrestlingTees.com slash going in raw. Neither of us are wearing Pro Wrestling T-shirts right now. No, man. We should do that. Um, yeah, we should. We need some new designs. I got to come up with some designs that I like. True. I've got like one or two that I'm kind of into. Um, you know, it's like whatever. Mm-hmm. So I'll do that. I got to find my Mecha Santa shirt. I don't know what happened to that. One of these kids around here took it. You know, all these freaking kids running around here. Man, I don't know what they're doing. Taking my stuff. I can't find my Nerd Cube shirt anywhere. Oh, I spent that's a like, bummer. You know, Dan sells those things for like, you know, arm and a leg. I bought one to support the guy. They're good looking shirts. And then too. I lost it. I don't know what his problem I is. I don't know where my uh, Going In Raw logo shirt from Pro Wrestling teases. <coughs> it might have fallen behind my dresser and just never got it. Yeah. I don't know, man. Anyways. It kicked off with a Shane McMahon promo. Oh, we're going to do overall the feelings on the show? I was not into it. I'll be honest it with you. It wasn't terribly engaging, save for two matches. It feels. It felt like it was uh, one of those matches, the Bludgeon Brothers match, because no. I liked that a lot. I thought that was cool. Yeah, it was got, cool. Like, Rusev, Bob Roode was good. That was a good match. <laughs> and the main event was yeah. good. Even though I don't really care for the finish, but the main event was good. Yeah. But yeah, the show opened with a Shane McMahon promo. He says some stuff. Daniel Bryan comes out, and they're back to this whole thing where they're at odds again. I thought we were past this by Okay, now. I, I thought we were too. However, I will say this. I was at least this time they got to the damn point of the whole thing. I know, and Shane brought up the fact that Daniel Bryan wants to wrestle again. Yes, and that was the thing. He says, we all know what you're doing. You're trying to live vicariously through uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. I actually like that. I thought finally they got to the point. Yeah. Because all the beating around the bush, it was just it was too much, and it was not. It wasn't I, going anywhere. It seemed aimless. It seemed yeah. completely aimless. And so finally they got around to it. Shane McMahon still sounds like he's congested. I can. Yeah, he sounds like that. He sounds like I'm getting there too. I think you just gave me some. Um, I think it's allergies because the weather's been so nice here recently. That could be. That could be too. I got a lot of stuff going. Yeah, on. Yeah, your your yard just got. Cleaned up yeah. by a lot of stuff kicking around the air. Stuff going on out there. Um, but that's he sounds like that. I, I mean, it's not ple- it's not a pleasant voice to hear on the microphone. And when he opens up every single SmackDown with his Daniel Bryan, I don't like how you're doing things. Stuff. I just it's hard to get into that. Yeah, you know what I mean. But like I said, and then AJ Styles comes out and he reiterates the same thing that he's been saying. I'm tired of management getting involved and being obsessed with Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens because it affects me. I don't care who I fight. Let's just get this over with. Yes. Um, next up, we have the New Day back this backstage. They were the social media lounge. Yeah, they kept on all these segments they had mm-hmm. backstage with them. They kept on uh, referencing the Corey Graves 
Yes. Um, Booker T. Beat. Yes. Yeah. Making jokes about it. Um, are we any closer to figuring out? We were both on the same page. We both figured this is just them, Booker T, trying to be funny or trying yeah. to, like, working. But then, was it, Meltzer said on Wrestling Observer Radio that there might be some legitimacy to it. Oh, really? Yeah, but then at the same time, he said stuff that wasn't true either. Yeah. Or Meltzer said stuff that didn't pan out either. Yeah. You know? So... Who yeah, knows? I don't, I don't know, man. I, I just don't know. It's weird. I mean, the fact that the New Day is joking about it, does that make it more or less likely to be a work? I feel like that makes it more likely to be a shoot. Yeah, maybe. Because if it's real, it's so silly and dumb. And, like, I mean, it could be, look, how old is Booker T at this point? He's, like, his mid-50s, right? Something like that. I mean, you know, sometimes when you get up there in age, you get a bit more sensitive and, you, and you're and you more likely to say crazy stuff. Is that why you blocked Liam Wagner on Twitter? Yeah, because I'm getting old and grumpy. All right. And he's like this young dude who's like, you know, giving me shit on Twitter. Yeah, I'm going to block him. I might re-block him. I only blocked him for like 15 minutes. I might block him for a half hour at some point. All right. All these patrons coming at me. Throwing money at me and then expecting me to, like, you know, take their shit. Yeah. No, man. Doesn't work that way. All right. Anyways, <laughs> next, backstage, AJ Styles. Uh, Nakamura walks up to him and says, I'm going to beat you at WrestleMania. And that was it. That was all we saw from him. He's 52. Oh. Okay. Booker T, not okay. Shinsuke Nakamura. Okay. Um, so, anyways, yeah. Uh, I Okay, so I like that as kind of a running gag. But I, I kind of want to fast forward to fast lane where we can get to AJ versus you know Shinsuke. I don't know, man. I just creative needs to do something with SmackDown. Like they they need to get some fresh blood and Maybe creative. Vince needs to stop overseeing it. Like he apparently is not overseeing Two Hundred Five Live anymore. We'll that, get a details may, on that later. Yeah, on maybe. Show, yeah. Um. Or I mean, is I, I have no idea. Jimmy Jacobs being gone. Maybe. Was he was he that? I mean, I know he did a lot of stuff for a lot of the you know they were talking about the fres- the festival of friendship with him. Yeah, yeah. Kevin Owens Jericho stuff. Maybe he was on SmackDown. Also, I don't know. I have no idea. Maybe they need some they need some fresh blood and creative mm-hmm. on SmackDown though. Mm-hmm. And I hate my thing is this: when I'm done watching a show and I feel this way about it, I I'm really bummed out because that means I have to come on this show. And be bummed out about it. Yeah. And I don't like that because I like that we're often very positive yeah, about I things. Yeah, prefer to be positive about things. But when the entire show feels like the exact same thing I saw last week, that's not a good thing. It's not good. No. Um, next up we had, you know, speaking of which, Liv Morgan versus Charlotte. Charlotte's in a thing with the Riot Squad now. Um, this wasn't a bad match, though. It was, it was okay. It was okay. Charlotte can carry a sack of potatoes to a good match. You know. Um, the referee ejected the Riot Squad. He says, you... You and then he blocked him. Get out of here. That's me, man. Liam Wagner, Alex C. They're out of here. That's what I do. That's my new thing now. Referee Steve. It's not a good gimmick, man. Um, Liv Morgan tapped out to the figure eight. Yes. Charlotte picks up the win. She said one down, two to go. Charlotte versus Ruby Riot at Fastlane. Yay um, or nay? Yay, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're gonna when is Fastlane? March. March 11th? Something like that, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that sounds right. All right, so five weeks away, four weeks away, something mm-hmm. like that. Okay, yeah. So next week, Charlotte will take on Sarah Logan, probably. <clears throat> yeah, and then she has three weeks to do something else. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, we've got a Kevin Owens interview after that. Talking about Sami Zayn. Yeah. His match coming up late in the main event. Yeah, they made they made the, they made it to, they, they gave some weight to this match. 
he was on Twitter saying, you know, not being snarky about it, saying, you know what, we've been friends, we've been opponents. This is about an opportunity to WWE Championship. So they're doing their part. They're yeah. trying to do their part. <clears throat> and, in fact, I think the match at Fastlane is going to be fantastic. Yeah, be I think it's going to be really good. Um, the Bludgeon Brothers versus, did you catch their names? No, and even WWE.com didn't listen. Wow. Versus in, where were they last night? Kansas City, Missouri. Oh, okay. I know nothing about the Kansas City, Missouri scene. Um, the, against enhancement talent, against jobbers, and they just destroyed them. Yeah, it's a pretty typical Bludgeon Brothers match. Um, and then the Usos came out. Well, they just walked out, and they just kind of walked past Bludgeon Brothers. As they Second week in a row, the they ring. just walked past each other. Again, when you do the same thing another week, it just feels like you're spinning your wheels. Yeah. Although last time, last week, it was the Usos leaving the ring, Bludgeon Brothers walking past. Yeah, I know. This week, no, I know. it was the opposite of that. I know. And this week, you also got none of the prison door thing close. Oh, hey. So, okay, I, I, I paid fairly close attention to the show, but sometimes I don't pay complete attention to the show. Yeah. There were no scrolling graphics, were there? I no, mean, the only text we got during a promo was during Gable and Benjamin's promo backstage. <coughs> Right, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, I remember There's none of the prison door stuff. There's no yeah. scrolling. I mean, cause Rockstar! Nakamura is only in one brief backstage segment. I wonder who's... I It'd wa- be kind of funny if they did yeah, the Rockstar but- scrolling thing whenever he just showed up. <laughs> well, okay. Walking backstage, Here's Rockstar. My thing. I never figured it would be specific... Well, the Rockstar, literally Rockstar, yes, specific to him. But I figured, like, when Bobby Roode came out or when Rusev comes out, maybe they were going to have a giant Rusev Day graphic. Yeah. They didn't do that. They didn't do anything for Bobby. No. That, or Bob Rude. Bob Rude. Um, so, and yeah, the Usos, they didn't have the prison door thing. That, that That's a positive sign that yeah. our whining about it last week paid off. Yes. I wonder whose idea was that in the first place. I don't know. And Nakamura comes out. I want the giant word rock star. Scrolling across the screen. Across, exactly. Anyways. Well, what, uh, what font should we use, Vince? Varsity! Varsity, that's right. <laughs> oh man uh, let's see yeah, anyways the Usos run the ring drop promo another good promo yeah man they're good at their promos they didn't do any of the the, the name of the teams on lock no prison door things so mm-hmm. it was an improvement over last week in that mm-hmm. respect yep um, next we had Daniel Bryan come out to announce the first Smackdown top 10 what is the point of this okay here's my here's the thing about it I'm actually pro top 10 list same here because we built our careers off yeah, top man. 10 lists but there is no surprises here. I was really hoping. Ty Dillinger at 10 is kind of a surprise. And you know it. what? He complained about it on Twitter. Did you notice, like, after they uh, announced the SmackDown top oh, 10? Oh, no one was happy with their placement. Well, like, AJ even said, well, yeah, big surprise, WWE champion number one. I'm like, wouldn't you, if this is your peers, number one, if this is your peers, why are the champions number one? Like, this, this should be, there should be some surprises here. People should be like, oh, yeah, Aiden English, surprisingly, is very wise backstage and has a lot of great information for new kids coming up. You know, stuff like that. Like, yeah. I, want, I want to, like, Shelton Benjamin. I guarantee people go to Shelton Benjamin and ask him, you know, about his storied career. This is all kayfabe, man. I hate that it's kayfabe. It shouldn't be. Take a risk. Make this realsy. It was a bit surprising to see Naomi at number four. Um, ahead of Becky Lynch. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, that that you're right. That is, I didn't even notice that. But Randy Orton's number nine. I guess Bull is not even around. He probably has his own dressing room. No, he he has his bus, man. <laughs> he's got his bus. He's in. He's out. He drops a couple of RKOs out of nowhere. Then he's gone. Yeah. How is he number nine? 
Because he's Randy Orton. Yeah, I guess so. People like Randy Orton. So here's the SmackDown top ten if you didn't catch it. Number ten, Ty Dillinger. Oh, you know what? I just I just remembered this. Liam Wagner actually made me laugh yesterday. Pretty hard. Because he mentioned <laughs> after the Orton the Orton RKO thing. He mentioned, he says, Orton's going to hop back on his bus and get home so he can eat some cereal off his wife again. <laughs> because there is a video of him, yeah, yeah. like, between, you know, the boo-boos yeah. and eating cereal. <laughs> like, you know what? That should be offensive, but he literally did that yeah. on social media. Yeah. So he is always forgiven. He's on Team Steve again. There you go. Whether he likes it or not. So the very yeah. first SmackDown Top Ten, again, I don't know the point of this is. Is this just something artificial they've created so people get upset about? <laughs> I don't think it was meant for people to get upset about. No, so people can like can say, "Oh, uh, you're ranked higher than me on SmackDown." Oh top yeah, 10. yeah, 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 yeah. I don't think you deserve that spot. I want your top spot. Is this like kind of like a weird uh, championship type deal where people get upset about their ranking and fight someone else? I I, ho- I kind of hope so. I mean, I hope it, it serves was, some it, purpose. It was, yeah, there'd be a purpose to it, but right now there's no. Here's purpose. here's what I wanted to have seen, right? Like, Baron Corbin tweets out, Ty Dillinger at number 10. That guy's trash. Yeah. Why is he at number 10 and not me? Hey. But then Bobby Roode also chimes in, yeah, Baron, I don't, I don't like you, but I kind of agree. Ty shouldn't be at number 10. <laughs> and then Randy Orton, I'm one notch above Ty Dillinger. Are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> like, everybody rips into, like, everybody one guy. Gets upset about it. So, number 10, Ty Dillinger. Nine, Randy Orton. Yeah. Eight, Becky Lynch. Seven, The Usos. Yeah. Six, The New Day. Okay. Five, Bob Rude. Bob Rude. Four, Naomi. Mm-hmm. Three, Shinsuke Nakamura. Mm-hmm. Two, Charlotte. Yeah. One, AJ Styles. Yeah, okay. I mean, I don't know. There are no surprises there. No. I do wish that people would just start ripping on, on Ty. That would be great. Or just ripping on something. Create some drama based around Yeah, that. exactly, yeah. Some completely artificial. It's yeah. an arbitrary top ten list. Hey, why? Hey, hey, you're 10. I'm not 10. Hey, I I'm should be not 10. 10. Why am I not 10? 10. 10. 10. 10. Next, another uh, New Day uh, segment backstage answering social media questions. Mm-hmm. Um, just wonder if there's much pancakes involved. That was um, the last one. No, I think that was the last one. Um, next, Rusev Day iPhone promo. Yeah. I believe this is where he, uh, Rusev, called Bobby Roode. Bob Roode. Bob Roode. Bob Roode. <coughs> Pretty funny. Then we had Rusev versus Bob Roode. It's a good match. No, this is a really fun match. This is a cool match. Um, Aiden English sings a, a, a wonderful song. I don't mean Rusev to... Rusev Day. <clears throat> I mean, the, the Rusev is supremely over right now. <sighs> we talked about like how this would be kind of a problem. This wasn't as much of a problem as I kind of thought it might be. Because they put on a good match. Because they put on a really good match, and people were super happy to see a glorious DDT. But, I mean, Bobby Roode's over. People mm-hmm. like Bobby Roode. Bob Roode. Um, but uh, I here's okay. So here's my only thing about this match, and this, no, it's never gonna happen because they got Bob Roode doing this thing. I really, w- I think it would have been cool if Rusev was on the verge of winning and the ref turned away for some reason, maybe because of Aiden English, and Bob Roode hit Rusev with the U.S. title. Yeah, give me, come on, let's get, let's get heel Roode. I know. Can we just get heel Roode already? I know. Can we just do that? I know. That'd be great. Right away. Make because it happen. Because then when he smiles, it's probably like it's like legitimate. Yeah. He doesn't have to fake it. I know. I really want heel Bob Rude. Instead, what we got was a bunch of Randy Orton RKOs out of nowhere. Well, there was, here, the finish was actually pretty cool. It was uh, Rusev was setting up Bobby Rude, Bob Rude for the accolade. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bob Rude reversed it mm-hmm. to Glorious DDT, picked up the win, retaining the U.S. title. Mm-hmm. And as he was celebrating, Orton comes from out of nowhere, RKOs him. Yeah. 
Yeah. And the RKO is Aiden English and Rusev as well. Everybody yeah. gets an RKO. Yeah. So what is... Are we getting Bob Roode versus uh, Randall Orton for a U.S. title? Well, again, you have that problem that Randy Orton can't be a, he can't be a bad guy. Nobody's going to believe that. He does the RKOs out of nowhere, which is everybody's favorite thing, including yeah. mine. I love them. They're yeah, they're per- great. They're perfectly directed, too. Yeah. They're fantastic. Um, here's what I would prefer. Not going to have them. This is what I'd prefer. WrestleMania, we get like 10 RKOs out of nowhere, just in the most random spots. Backstage segment, boom, somebody gets RKO. Like in the, in the background. Yeah, yeah. In the background. Yeah, walking down the ramp. Right, RKO. exactly. Yeah. yeah. RKO, yeah. That's his role of mania, is just RKOing people. Like a ring technician is like fixing up the ring or whatever. RKO. RKO out of nowhere. That would be fun. I'm, I'd be totally cool with that. Yeah. He's not clogging up any storylines because, come on, what? He's going to. Are we going to call this right now? Boring babyface Randy Orton winning the U.S. title at WrestleMania? Oh, he's not going to win the U.S. title. You don't think if he got into a program with Bobby Roode, that wouldn't be a certainty? No, I don't think it's a certainty. Really? Like, what good does the U.S. title do Randy Orton? What good does the WWE title do Randy Orton? Nothing, exactly. I mean, hopefully they've learned their lesson. But they did. Come on now. I think I won this if, argument. I won if, this argument if that's what you're going to go to. If it were the WWE title, I'd be more inclined to agree with you. But this is a U.S. title. It's a mid-card belt. That's <laughs> a huge step down for Randy Orton. <laughs> there are no step-ups for Randy Orton. You realize that, right? There are no steps No, there's, 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 the bar is world title or nothing. Right. So to step down for the U.S. title and win that and carry that, I don't know how that's going to benefit him, especially at the expense of Bobby Roode. What's he going to do, though? Take a pin, man. He's... You think he's going to eat a pin from a glorious DDT? Two of them. From Bob Roode, yeah. Oh, my goodness. All right. Well, maybe. I think we're going to get boring babyface Randy Orton standing tall with the U.S. title. It doesn't make a lick of sense. Unless, it unless, doesn't, but unless, it didn't make a lick unless, of sense last year. Unless that's, the, that's what's going to instigate a heel turn for Bob Roode. And that's not going to happen either. I know. He's going to languish. I know. Because they love their Randy Orton, man. Anyways. Whichever the thing is that we, we don't want the most is going to happen. Well, if we keep on saying that, that Randy Orton will do that, oh, okay. Then get on guaranteed. board with my babyface Orton winning over Bobby Roode at WrestleMania. Okay, to see if he's ever won the U.S. title before. I'm guessing, yeah. See, he can be um, Grand Slam champion or whatever. Oh, he's never won the U.S. title. Triple crown, what do they call it? Grand Slam. He's never won the U.S. title, so maybe he will win it. There you go. So he can complete the Grand Slam. There you go. All right, so outside the room possibility. There's one thing been. left for me to do. I thought he had been a former U.S. champion. Uh, next, uh, Chad Gable and Shelton Benjamin promo backstage. We had the random words pop up on screen. Yeah. Um, and they're in a feud with Fashion Police and the Ascension, it seems like. Uh-huh. Um, promo was fine. Yeah. I like these guys. <clears throat> uh, yeah, no, it was fine. I mean, they pushed over a bulletin board, so yeah. that, you know, that's heelish. Yeah. That's heel behavior right there. So, good for them. Um, New Day backstage again. This time they answered some question about Kofi Kingston. What did he say? Oh, yeah. Um, In the end, they all hugged it out. It was it was involving him having the most titles. Yeah. Countdown. He was, you know, like four-time U.S. champ, three-time Intercontinental champ, mm-hmm. won tag titles a bunch. Mm-hmm. I think that was the kind of the point of it. And he yeah. said something like, well, when I win the world title, when we all win the world title. Yeah. He said, I'd, I'd cut it in half and give it to both of you, something like that. And then they started shoving pancakes in his mouth. Um I like pancakes. Yes. Oh, apparently we got confirmation from one of our patrons also that they do have pancakes in England. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that's I good. I kind of thought that'd be the case. Yeah. We didn't mention that Gabe <laughs> Benjamin beat the Ascension. I don't think you mentioned that. Oh, yeah, they did. Yeah, okay. It was a decent match. It was yeah. just kind of short. Yeah. Uh, next, Sami Zayn interview. Intense Sami Zayn. I like this. This is yeah. a good interview. Yeah. This is this is how I'd like to see Sami Zayn. I'm actually kind of bummed out. I Look, I... 
I totally get that this um, triple threat match is going to be a really good match. Yeah. Um, because, you know, just look at their handicap match, and it was a really fun, creative match. Mm-hmm. So I'm really going to be into this match at Fastlane. Um, I really kind of wish that this was the point where Sami Zayn, at least at this point, went over Kevin Owens somehow. I think that would have been really, really cool, and yeah. it would have been really interesting to see him going to fast lane and see how Kevin Owens reacted to that. Exactly. <clears throat> um, and I don't know how they're going to play things between Zayn and Owen between now and Mania. I'm kind of guessing that's going to be the match between the two yeah, of Yeah, it feels that way, huh? And who's going to turn heel? But I'll say the way Sami Zayn was wrestling in the main event mm-hmm. and the reaction he was getting, yeah. he was getting the babyface pop. Yeah, I know. I don't know if that's what they want. Because uh, if he goes down ringside and starts getting in AJ's face, yeah, it isn't exactly a face thing to do. Sammy Everson, you're right. He is sort of stepping up into that alpha role between him and Kevin Owens. Mm-hmm. And I, at the very least, I like that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. They're doing that well. But I feel like if that's going to be the if, – if the the roles in their feud are going to be the same, mm-hmm. then the result in the end, I feel like it's going to be the same too. I feel like it's going to be just Kevin Owens going over. Maybe. I mean, regardless, if, if, if at the end of this feud is still face Sami Zayn and, and heal Kevin Owens, it's like a good chance that afterwards Sami Zayn is going to get lost in the shuffle again. I, I would seriously – I mean, look, it, it could very well be that. I really believe we're going to see a reversal of roles here. Yeah, I, I, so. I really think that's going to be the case. Um, I mean, here's the thing about Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. When they have a match together, there isn't a whole lot of difference. They always put on really fun matches, yeah, yeah. but it's not a whole lot different from what we usually see from them. Yeah. So I'm not, I'll put it this way. I'm not sure a heel Sami Zayn versus a tweener Kevin Owens match is going to be all that different from the babyface Kevin Owens. Oh, uh, Sammy I, think, Zane I think they could make a difference. Um I mean, Sami Zayn, his moveset, the way he wrestles, the pace at which he wrestles is just more of a face kind of... Yeah, I know. All he has so he to do is slow put, it down. Some, put some... Yeah, I don't know if he'd do that. I think he'd probably uh, just put not, some strength to it. Jack Gallagher pace, but yeah. I'm saying slow it down a little bit, more striking, yeah. more viciousness yeah. involved. It could work. Yeah. Yeah. He could, could still be. do the blue, blue thunder bomb and all that stuff, but just how he approaches it would be different. I would, yeah. I mean, it could be. I mean, he, they could do that. They can do any number of things. They're very creative. I just kind of say, I mean, I don't know. It's the WWE. I don't see them, like, altering that all that much. I mean, we don't really see it that often where they let them change their moveset to reflect. I mean, we saw it with Neville. We saw it with Neville. We saw it with Jack Gallagher. Yeah. But Jack Gallagher was so over-the-top cartoony babyface. Yeah, no, I know. Um, I could just, I'll put it this way. I could just see them having basically the same type of movesets and just drastically changing how they do their character work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, could I think that. character work would inform how they paste and book the match, too. Maybe. Um, anyways, this match was good. AJ was on commentary. He seemed, like, legitimately uh, captivated by the in-ring action. Mm-hmm. Really into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know. For somebody who complains about people getting involved with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, he literally did that last night. I know. You know? Because at the end, uh, Zayn had the upper hand. He gets in AJ's face at the commentary table, starts mm-hmm. yelling at him. Mm-hmm. AJ pushes him, punches him, punches Owens. So Zayn gets the win by DQ. Um, AJ gets in the ring, clears the ring, does like a, a, a slingshot plancha mm-hmm. onto both of them. Daniel Bryan comes out and says, well, thanks to the uh, the, the quality performance by both Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, AJ Styles will be facing both of them at fast lane in a triple threat match. Yeah. He kind of went back to that kind of somewhat heel demeanor. Mm-hmm. Because he came out and was like clearing his throat or something, wasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> he was acting a bit prickish. He was yeah. acting a bit prickish. I got that too. Yeah. 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 Um, so I don't know. I, I hope that we see 
I hope that we see a heelish Sami Zayn. Mm-hmm. I mean, he could be the, the fans just aren't really ready, but he, and he has to do something a bit more overt, mm-hmm. you know? So if we see a real heel Sami Zayn, I don't see neither of these guys are going to go over AJ Styles. No. But obviously this should lead into a, 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 a program between Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Yes. Where the roles, I, 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 I have to think they're going to be reversed. Yeah, it makes the most they sense. They can't go back to just the way it was. No, because Sammy's going to get lost in the shuffle again. He needs this heel mm-hmm. turn, have him a, have, a, have a decent heel run, and then if he turns face again, then he'll hopefully be more over and be Or just, okay, finals. what about this? What about this? A Kevin Owens. So I don't know. I don't know if they're going to get like a, I don't know. I guess I could see them just doing like a babyface Sammy Zayn. But just a super aggressive one who's just done with Kevin Owens' shit. Maybe. You know what I mean? I could see that perhaps. And then giving him the aggressive edge. Yeah. I feel like we kind of already saw that when they had their match at Battleground. Remember when, when uh, Sammy Haluva kicked Kevin Owens twice? Who went over there? Uh, Sammy Zayn. That was a couple of years ago, though. That was a really good match, and that was a couple of years ago. I was here's my thing, but I too. feel like with that was setting up for something like that. This, I'm just tired of your yeah. crap, Kevin Owens. Yeah, be aggressive about it, There's, but it didn't really lead here, anywhere. And here is my thing about that too: is that I always always hoped that when they did return to Sami Zayn versus Kevin Owens, it would be for something huge. I know. That's I mean that's the whole thing that you keep on. You've been mentioning this for like two weeks now. It feels like they're heading towards Mania, and I'm on board. In terms of agreeing with you on that, it just I kind of don't want that because I want it, I want it to be for something big, you know. I want it to be for something bigger than just yeah. Kevin and Sammy. No, I agree. That's just that's how it's going to be. I guess I know because SmackDown we got nothing else going on. Nope. Uh, All right, we got through that show. Yeah, I mean I don't know a couple of really good matches and then I don't know a whole lot of spinning of wheels. I just felt like I don't like when the stories are sort of, you know, like this week on Raw, we got to, you know, talk about Bailey sort of returning to her NXT form and all sorts of other stuff. And I just feel like SmackDown is, I don't know, I just feel like there's a lot of spinning of the wheels going on. Yeah. Let's answer some questions. Um, Fat Bastard Champ Alex Foster, what makes you guys not want to see Jordan versus Rollins? We all know the match would be great at Mania. I totally would want to see that. Didn't we say that was yeah. one of our matches we wanted to see? The only reason we probably won't see it is because Jason Jordan just had neck surgery. Yeah, it's probably not going to happen. It's not going to happen now, but we definitely would want to see it. The match would have been great. I never said I didn't want to yeah, see it. Yeah, I think it. we ever, ever did it. But then I say a lot of stuff and I don't remember, so I don't know. Yeah. I feel like I remember that one. Eddie Jose Glorious Menavar, if Eddie Guerrero were still alive, how would he fit into the WWE now? Um, if Eddie Guerrero was still yeah. alive? He would be in what? Was a long time ago. 50s? Yeah. So I don't know if he would still be... Imagine him as GM of 205 Live. Well, assuming he, he had retired from in-ring competition. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be great. You can also see him as kind of in the Booker T role. Yeah. You know? I mean, Booker T is kind of... He was... They're probably around the same age. Yeah, I'm checking right now. He's born in... Maybe he was born in 67, so he'd have been 50. Yeah, so they're within two years of each other. So I could see him being a, a panelist, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Next. God, I'd love an Eddie Guerrero podcast. Like he would have had a podcast. <laughs> if Conan has one, he can have one. Yeah. Um, CM Punk finds it insulting. Power ranked the five best and five worst monikers in WWE. For example, he gives best <coughs> Oscars, the Empress of Tomorrow, some kind of nicknames, essentially. Worst, Big Dog. Big Dog. 
It's like the worst rock star. Yeah, that's the worst. Whereas King of Strong Style is great. That's amazing. That's great. Um, okay, so Randy Orton is the apex predator. You always liked that, didn't you? In theory. To, to me, I, I like the idea of it. Yeah, but just it's, it's not, it doesn't roll off the tongue at all. <laughs> like the Viper, that rolls off the yeah, tongue. There, yeah, yeah, the Viper. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, I always, I like Sami Zayn's, what are they called? The underdog from the, the underground. underground. Yeah, that's good. I like that. Yeah, that's that's cool. I've been looking at prices to go to England uh-huh. on vacation. All Probably right. have to wait a couple of years. All right. Not because it's expensive, it's because like there's Alabama in the yeah, you know, yeah. in the cut. But I don't really want to go back there. All right. I don't, know, I don't know why I mentioned that. Um, the phenomenal one's good. Mm-hmm. It's not great, but it's good. It's Braun Strowman, Monster Among Men's good. Good. Yeah. The Beast. The Beast. Brock Lesnar. That's a good one. Good. Empress of Tomorrow is really good. Yeah, that is really good. The you know what I don't I don't like the Irish last kicker. No, not huge on that. Yeah, it's not right. big on puns. That's interesting. I don't like people being clever. Stop being clever. Do some, be new. <laughs> Let's go back to Looper. Have you seen that movie lately? You should. No, I've only seen it the one time. I think. Can we do a review on it? All right. On the new Friendoville channel. Okay. That I'm putting together. I'll give you half the revenue. Oh, thanks. Just for a video. i got to figure that out because I plan on having a lot of guests on Friendo. That's fine. Liam yeah. Wagner, what, what's the pet peeve when it comes to a specific superstar's entrance? Um, for him, it's Nakamura when his poses aren't in, in sync with his music. <laughs> oh, man. Um, right now, it's AJ Styles without the pyro. Yeah. And he, him, his en- entrance and Brock's entrance needs the pyro. <laughs> He does that, and he's a pyro. And he, he kind of needs a pyro. You know whose pyro I hated though, the Dudley Boys. It's because it's super loud. It's and it just it just it just happens, and there's no reason to it. They what don't happen. Then they come out. They don't do any motions for it. No, it signals their arrival. Steve. <laughs> yeah, I don't like that. Who else? A superstar engine. I know I have. Let's see here. I like Naomi's entrance. That's oh, really cool. Great, yeah. It's awesome. I like Charlotte's entrance. I'll say this. The Bludgeon Brothers, I don't like that the B is just two arms with hammers. It's corny. Oh, I kind of like that, though. Their whole thing is corny, though. Their whole thing is corny. I don't like it. I never even thought about the Shinsuke thing. That is funny, though. Um, I mean, I guess with Braun, when he comes out and he lifts his arms, if a nipple pops out, which sometimes it does mm-hmm. at that point, mm-hmm. oh, it bugs the crap out really? of me. Yeah. How could that possibly be comfortable? I don't know. I'm trying to think of other ones because I know there's some of them. <laughs> you know, you know, I was thinking about this the other night when John Cena comes out and he always turns to the camera and he starts yapping away, right? Yeah, yeah. It'd be great if one time he just comes out and goes, I know. <laughs> just rolls his eyes. <laughs> Only five more minutes. I'm on my bus. Exactly. <laughs> James Rodriguez. The writing on Raw may have sound like Oscar will face Alexa Minion, but on SmackDown, the writing made it sound like Oscar hadn't made a decision. Do you think this is because Vince hasn't figured out who she will face yet, or is it because the writing staff on both shows do not communicate with each other? I think they kind of framed it that way on Raw because of the whole Nia Jax match at Fastlane, the stipulation attached to it. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't really straight up say Oscar's challenge Alexa Bliss. Yeah, they just made it sound like if Nia Jax beats Oscar at Fastlane, 
then she'll be inserted into the match for the Raw, Raw Women's title. Now, I don't know if that's an extra stipulation or what, but I think they just want that stipulation in that match. They kind of frame things in, in that manner. Yeah. It was clumsy. Well, be, yeah, because and then Stephanie also said, you might want to hold off on that decision, Oscar. Yeah, until after, til after Elimination Chamber. Yeah. yeah. Uh, A.O. Worm, do you think that Harper and Rowan, the true buds, versus Authors of Pain would be a good battle of Haas tag teams? Yes. Funny he says that, because I wanted to pitch that to you for We Book Raw. I think he just did. Nice. Are you in with that? Are you yeah, we that? got to build to it, though. All right. Uh, I had a question, and I lost it. Jason McCabe, who takes over as lead announcer when Michael Cole retires, Graves or Phillips? Phillips. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, that, that role right there is perfect for Tom Phillips is what he does. Yeah. Corey Graves isn't going to be doing that. Bronze grappling hook. Should the SmackDown Top 10 be used to show a ranking system for number one contenders similar to WWE video games in universal, universe mode? People like Ty could have a year-long story of trying to climb the rankings. <laughs> trying. <laughs> and he says, TNA had this idea in 2010. The rankings were determined by a combination of weighted factors, including win-loss records. Kayfabe, hey, legacy. Online fan voting influence from the established camp championship committee. That's yeah. what I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be standings like UFC has. I know, me too. But apparently, no. I think that would have been cool. Is that something for people to get upset about? Yeah, it's people's, yeah. Oh, look at these tweets now. Nicholas Grosskirth is the U.S. title beneath Orton in 2018. I was going to say yes, but then seeing that he had never won it, maybe not. Mm. <laughs> Rich Thompson wants some clarification. So we get these questions from our pay. $1 a month, you can ask a question You know, every on yeah, all, yeah. The, all of our recap episodes. Rich Thompson says, what do you mean with all these updates asking us to upvote? Upvote what? When we say upvote, it means hit the little star saying that you like that. Somebody else's question. Yeah, there's a heart. I should specify that. There's I take for granted that we get new people. people. Or qu- there's questions and there's a little heart underneath it. Yeah. If you like the question, hit that heart. And you'll upvote it. You'll get votes. Not here for rest holds. Is the trope of getting pushed by getting yourself over becoming easier to call BS on? The crowd was chanting for Rusev during the opening promo. And it just so happens to be edited out of WWE's YouTube clip from that segment. While on the other hand, people hate Roman, and he gets the main event again at WrestleMania. Kind of, I mean, I don't know. It's I, I think there's so much gray area there, you know. Um, I'm not sure. Number one, the WWE, so I read this. I don't, again, I have no source on this. I have no idea if it's true. But there was something that said, there was something on the internet that said WWE ran out of their Rusev Day calendars and they had to order a bunch more. We had heard before that his T-shirt sells really well. I would have a... And, and they had him go over in the U.S. title tournament. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, in the number one contender. Yeah, yeah. Granted, he lost to Bob Roode, but, you know, I, I think the WWE understands that Rusev is, is very over. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he's been on TV. He's been doing a lot of good stuff. Um. I don't know if, I don't know. I think that translates, you know. I mean, in terms of where he is on the roster, just mm-hmm. because you have championship gold, that doesn't really mean it. Like, they could think, the thinking for Bob Roode having the title could be, well, it makes sense for him to have a title, so let's keep that on him, as opposed to, oh, he's so over, so let's put the title on him. It could be another situation where this Rusev Day phenomenon is pretty new. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they're yeah. waiting to see if it, they, it can sustain itself and if they can add layers to it. Yeah. To help it grow in popularity. Yeah, but I don't know. I mean, if it gets to the point six months from now when the entire arena is chanting Rusev Day when he steps foot in the ramp, 
it's going to be hard to deny him. And he's still losing at the mid-card level. Yeah. yeah. Then, yeah, there's an issue. Yeah. But just give it time. Maybe they're taking their time with this. Yeah. Be trying to be hopeful. But lately, I don't know. I, I don't know about you, but lately I've been just noticing a lot of Rusev in WWE SmackDown product. Oh, he's on TV every week. He's yeah. on TV every week. He's in segments all the time. He's prominently featured in the Mixed Match Challenge stuff because of Lana, yeah. because of him and Lana. Um, you know, he gets his own singing entrance guy with mm-hmm. Aiden English. Mm-hmm. I think they're doing. I think they're doing right by him right now. Yeah, just give you it know? time. In six months, if he's still losing in the mid card or taking losses and tag matches, then well, we can have a conversation. Broken Steve, how do you see the story of AJ and Shinsuke playing out? Also, do you think they'll bring up their history in Japan? They will allude to it, but I don't think it's specifics. Yeah, they'll talk about it. They'll say, hey, they had a great match in Japan. Yeah, that's probably the extent of it. Um, but uh, I don't know. I mean, I after Fastlane, I'm they really going to kick that story into overdrive. They do. I want, you know... Uh, it, it could be a... Here's the thing, too. It just it needs to be very simple. It needs yeah. to be very simple, yeah. you know? So, there's the, you know, it, that, that writes itself, basically. Karen, is SmackDown Live focusing too heavily on the storyline of Owen, Zane, Shane, Daniel Bryan, AJ? I feel like with two hours of programming, it consistently eats up a lot of time recently with little payoff. Yeah. I'm so done with Shane talking to Daniel Bryan about stuff. I know. I'm so... I'm over that big time. So, yeah, they do, and other things can be featured, like the number 10 spot on, on the SmackDown Top 10 tight Illinger. Um, Tommy T., hey, friendos, my question is, Power Rank, the most heartwarming moments either one of you actually watch happen on WWE programming. Um, it's not one of my top ones, Tommy T. says, but as an example, it made me smile when at Survivor Series, as soon as Shane got concussed by the spear, Randy made sure his kids knew he was okay. Yeah, that was nice. That was nice. Heartwarming moments. I mean, we were there when Goldberg, you know, gave his his little speech to the crowd after mm-hmm. Raw, the Raw after Mania. Mm-hmm. That was heartwarming. Mm-hmm. You know, his kid in there and everything. Mm-hmm. That was very heartwarming. Yeah, it was. I like that. I liked when we were there, and uh, and uh, it was very heartwarming when the crowd started chanting "F you" to Roman Reigns, <laughs> amongst other things. <laughs> amongst them, yeah, well, the other things. It was very heartwarming. And then he just laughed and said, "This is my yard." <laughs> My yard now. That was pretty good. Oh, that was good. <coughs> that was pretty good. He handled that well. He did. Um, Primetime Henry Harris is Randy Orton RKOing everyone because he's a dick. Um, no, I think Vince told him to go out there and RKO everybody, and Randy said, okay, and then he came backstage and said, are we good? Yes, said, no. Um, the glorious Steve Klain. Hey, friendos, which TNA feud would you like to see happen in WWE ring? Maybe Angle versus Styles? Um, Give me Samoa Joe versus AJ. Yeah, man, that's what I'd want to see. tops for me. That's what I'd want to see. Absolutely. Uh, oh, wow. Tim Morris, this is rough. You've taken over on SmackDown. Vince has said you can bring, you can bring back Pyro. But to pay for it, you have to release one superstar from each brand. Who would you release and why? On SmackDown, I think it'd be the clones. Oh my god, I forgot they were even there. Because they keep, like one was hurt and then this got healthy, I think, and then the other one got hurt. Man, you're cold blooded. They're well, injured. Just the question. Yeah. yeah. Ouch. And right now, I feel like SmackDown. Tag you know who I definitely division. keep? Holy crap. Have you seen Mike Bennett's freaking Instagram? Oh, yeah. You say you look great. That dude is shredded. Yeah. 
Congratulations to him. I think he tweeted out or Instagram that he's been seven months sober now. That's great. That's good for him. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, he's shredded. That guy's loped out. Yeah, let's check that out. I mean, I like the colognes. I thought when they were doing the their when they kind of repackaged them, those oh, vignettes. Man. How many op- how many chances can you get? You know, either you got to get one of them right, man. Mm-hmm. No, they were funny. They did some funny yeah. stuff, but you need a bit more than that. I know. You know. I think on Raw. Oh, geez, I don't know. On Raw, I would uh, dispatch of. You know, on SmackDown, I'd probably, I'd probably get rid of Tamina. Hmm. I just feel like she, like she should, they should book her really strong and everything, but like she doesn't yeah, really do. They don't do anything with her. Yeah, they don't do anything with her. Doesn't do that, and she always comes out with like I don't know, her outfit. Like Nia Jax has an outfit that looks kind of cool, and I just compare them because they're the powerhouses mm-hmm. in the women's division. Mm-hmm. Tamina always looks like she's wearing like a just a leather out like she looks like David Hasselhoff. Yeah, which in theory should be great. <laughs> but it should be. It just doesn't really work for her. I feel. I think on Raw though, who would I take off Raw? I feel like Rhino doesn't need to be there. I'm gonna say Brock Lesnar because I feel like after Mania he's gone anyways. Whoa, you would get so fired by Vince if you said Vince. We're gonna get rid of Brock. No, no, Lesnar. I'm saying Vince. I mean, Brock's already told me that he's not gonna sign, so we just take that money off the books. You had a conversation with Brock? Yeah, man. Whoa! And so that's like millions of dollars every year we have for pyro for everybody. <laughs> that's pretty impressive. That's my answer. No, that's a good. That's a good one. Last question here before I do uh, some trivia. Tommy, the best value cat. Biggest top ten surprise. Ty being number ten or no gender or Rusev. No Rusev was a surprise. No, Rusev was totally surprised. I mean, I'm guessing they, guessing they put Ty at 10 because he's a perfect 10 and all that stuff. And they're trying to be clever. God, see, that's when a gimmick goes bad. When a gimmick goes bad. You ready to do this? Yeah, what are you starting with? Classic. Classic. Chronological order. Classic. Let's begin. Big events. Yeah. What Japanese competitor faced Brett Hitman Hart? Oh, we've had this one. I already forgot it. We totally had this question, and I would never have remembered this. I can see... See him. I'll give you a point if you can. It, it starts with an H. It's not Hayabusa. That's what I can think of. Um, no, it is not Hayabusa. Who is it? What's the name? Uh, Hakushi. Yeah. Never would have remembered that. Yeah, I don't remember it either. What member of the Powers of Pain tag team lasted only two seconds in 89 Royal Rumble match, a record that lasted 20 years? Barbarian? Warlord. Was Barbarian one of them, though? I think so. Nice. <laughs> I consider that a spiritual point. Championships. Who managed championships? Who managed Andre the Giant when he challenged Hulk Hogan for the championship at WrestleMania? Bobby the Brain Heenan. Very good. Totally had this. Who won the tournament for the Intercontinental Championship at, uh, after the Ultimate Warrior vacated the title when he won the WWE Championship at WrestleMania Six? Uh, was it perfect? Yep. Okay. Uh, Bile. Yeah. In the summer of 1994, what Native American superstar? Tonka. Very good. Superstar bio. We really need to get new cards. Now, what were the first names of the colorful and popular Bushwhackers tag team? What was the name of... First names. Oh, oh, um, Luke and Butch? Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, now we've moved on to the modern, modern era. Modern era. Who was forced to... Re- big events. Who was forced to retire after losing to The Undertaker at WrestleMania 26? Oh, Shawn Michaels. Yeah. 
Um, what future world champion joined Triple H, Shawn Michaels, and the Hardys on Team DX of Survivor Series 2006? Crap, I'm sorry, what? Who? What future world champion joined Triple H, Shawn Michaels, and the Hardys on Team DX of Survivor Series 2006? Triple H, Shawn Michaels, and the Hardys? Yeah. Oh, Survivor Series? Not Val Venus. <laughs> I'll always love that that rumor. Um, what future world champ? Yeah, crap. Shoot, I don't know. Um, 2006. Edge. CM Punk. People are telling you the answer in chat there. Huh? Oh. I know. Why don't do that? Really? CM Punk? I'll have to go back and watch that one. Yeah. Championships. Championships. What superstar among John Cena, Triple H, and Orton let, left WrestleMania 24's triple threat match for the WWE title left as champion? John Cena, Triple H, Randy Orton had a match at WrestleMania 24. Who won? I gotta say John Cena. Randy Orton. Oh. You always get that one wrong because you've had this before. What former L.A. Clipper dance team member went on to win the 2007 Diva Search and the Divas Championship? Um, Maria Canales? Eve. Eve, that's right, Eve. I know we've had both these cards. Last one. During his reign as queen, as king of the ring, who served as King Booker's queen? Queen Charmel. Very good. You have one more. Nice. For a tie. For a tie. What superstar had Motorhead perform his entrance theme, King of Kings? Uh, James Ellsworth. Correct. Not correct. The game. <clears throat> so, anyways. Wow. Lame SmackDown. Lame. Alta, I'm curious about this. In the post show, I'm going to find out what Alto Votalhe did to get CM Punk to block him on Instagram because that's yes. fascinating. Yes. Me. But only if you're a patron will you find the answer to that yes. question. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, that's it for the show. Thank you, everybody. Let's get some music. Yeah, I think it's playing right now. Thank you, Hilton. And uh, until next time, we'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well. Whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, Answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.